Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Fine Delicate Media Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate all of the support that I have been receiving since I first started this podcast last year. Um, It's been quite a minute since I recorded. This is actually the seventh episode, which is crazy to me because I had no idea where this podcast was going, to be quite honest. I was just kind of shooting into the air and seeing where that bullet landed, so to speak. And um, so far, it's been a great experience. I've received a lot of praise and support, and it really means the world to me. I, I know I've pretty much said this every single episode, but it's it's honestly helped me to keep this going. Um, I still don't really know the direction that this will go. I'm, I'm not really looking to monetize this necessarily to get more money. It's mainly personal, you know, it's just something I can use as a way to express myself and also show support for friends and family and the community. But I don't necessarily need it to be something that I'm getting money out of. I've, to be honest, I've never been that kind of person that has not done something purely because it didn't give me money. Now there might be cases where I might not do something if I don't see there's any sort of benefit to me. but there have been cases where I've done something purely because it was maybe for somebody else. And so because of that, this was a little bit new for me, you know, doing something that it hasn't cost me a penny. So that's kind of nice so far. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I, I haven't quite moved yet into that direction to monetize. I, I've had a few people ask, but I just haven't, I haven't decided to go in that direction. We'll see. What I did want to go over today, a couple of things, a few things, um, a heads up, I had promised the end of the last episode that I was going to be working with a friend to put together an episode where I interview her and go over what she's doing to provide herself with income during this social distancing period. It's been very difficult for a lot of friends and family, um, including people that I follow on the different social media platforms. And I really feel for them. I I feel bad saying this, but I've been fortunate enough to be able to keep my job. Um, it wasn't one of those where it was essential, but it was one of those online where I'm building websites. And so far, until at least within the last week or so, We've been very busy, so I've been able to keep income coming in as well as my husband, whose job is considered essential. So we did get we did get a bit fortunate Um, for those that weren't. The reason I wanted to get with my friend and record that is because first off, I loved how creative she became. She was always creative from the beginning anyway, for as long as I've known her for a number of years. But I really liked the way she progressed into other ways to get that income may obviously not be as much as she was getting when she was fully operational but she's really pushed herself to stay out there stay in front of people and let them know what she can do during this social distancing so i really felt like for those that haven't been able to work because their jobs are considered non-essential or those that call themselves creatives where or personal uh you know business small business owners looking for ways to you know still 
get some source of income coming in, maybe this will help. That's our goal. So that will be coming. Hopefully we are recording that over the next few days. The social distancing put a wrench in that for a bit while we tried to figure out the best way we could obviously not physically get together, but record it in such a way that it would flow, make sense, and be a great episode. And we finally came up with a solution. So I'm super excited to get to that. In the meantime, I didn't want to let too much time go by, and I've been sitting on a few subjects I wanted to go over. Some are funny, I promise you. I feel like there's so much seriousness going on, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think we all also need a good laugh, a good chuckle, a good just light at the end of the tunnel. So many people are focusing on just the negatives right now of this social distancing and shutdown that it's like all they see right now. And that's just that's just the emotional side of people coming out, not not the logical side. And so I want to tap into that emotion, but I want to bring out the positive emotions. And so that's my goal for today. And, and honestly, that's my goal for this entire podcast, getting people on a different page, you know, looking at the positives, looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, um, supporting each other, because truly we are all in this together. There's not one person on this planet that has not been affected in some way, shape or form by this virus, by this shutdown, by this social distancing. Um, so with that said, I did want to very briefly talk about the rally um, that happened the other day at the Sacramento Capitol. I will be honest, when I heard about it yesterday from one of my coworkers, I like instantly got frustrated. Now keep in mind, I'm not a political person and I try my best to stay neutral. It's what I was taught, it was what I was raised around and it's worked very well for me, especially because I am a person that naturally tends to get, I shouldn't say naturally, I think it's more of an, an I mentally allow myself and I have to really keep myself in check, but um, I do have a tendency to get overwhelmed quickly. My anxiety can skyrocket, stress levels can skyrocket, and it's just no good for me. And I've, I've learned about myself that one of the things that can flare me up is watching the news, keeping up with the political scene. So I just stay away from it. Now I, I will keep up as much as I can because I still think it's smart to know what's going on and keep aware of anything that might potentially affect you personally, you or your loved ones. So that's where I'm at. But when I found out about the rally, I got a little worked up because I, I I see it on two I see it in two different ways. I see the emotional side, I see the frustration, I see the fear, I see the anger, the confusion. Why is this happening? Why why can't we go back to work? Why can't things open up again? Why am I not getting money? You know, what's going on? But I also see the other side, you know, the, the medical professionals, for instance, that are saying, no, it's too soon. We can't do this. If we do it, more lives are lost. Then it's like, well, but lives are already being lost. But that's not the point. If this shutdown, which if the medical professionals are saying this is how it's going to work, I'm pretty sure that if they're putting their lives at risk by going to hospitals every day, taking care of people, 
any type of medical field whatsoever. They're putting their lives at risk right now. I've watched videos. I've seen pictures. I'm fairly certain the whole globe couldn't fake this <laughs> to the extent that it's at. So I feel pretty comfortable backing them up and saying, I believe what they're saying. This is an actual serious issue. And I do agree with many that have said this should have been taken care of sooner, that this should have been jumped on and taken seriously much sooner. Um, and I agree with that. But we're here now, we're doing what we can, and everybody has a part to play. Some have more than others. Most of us, our job is to purely just follow along, follow the regulation, and social distance. Nobody said it was going to be easy. Nobody said this was going to be fun or that it was going to be a quick process, a middle time process or a long term process. They don't know. But one determining factor is how are the numbers looking? If there are still deaths every single day and a high percentage of deaths, then it's a clear indicator that the shutdown should not be lifted. The fear is that if they do lift it too soon, the number of deaths is going to skyrocket because it's very clear that it's not just old folks with pre-existing conditions, it's young folks with pre-existing conditions, especially any sort of respiratory issues. So this isn't just it's only old people passing away. These are young folks. These are children that have health issues. So this, is, this could be your mom, your sister, your child. So think about it. You may not like the shutdown, but in reality, there's a bigger picture. So this is just one of those situations that we all have to suck it up. We all have to accept it. This is a consequence of a virus going around killing people. And if our part is to stick to this shutdown and this social distancing until hopefully the numbers plateau, then it can be lifted, great. But if it still takes a number of weeks or maybe a month or two, then that's something that we all need to just accept. Now, that's just my, my own personal opinion. Obviously, I am not a medical professional. I just am going off of what I have read, what I have heard, and so forth. And I probably am one of those people that I don't really fight it very much. If, if, if someone that's in a professional field tells me, you know, this is a really good idea, I, I naturally am a bit of a submissive person. So I'll usually say, okay, I believe you because why would they lie to me? I know some people question it. And asking questions is not a problem. It's just when you're willing to, risks, to, or to risk your life and other people's lives because you don't necessarily like something, that's where I start to have a problem. Um, and there are a few that seem to be out there. We can't force them. I mean, technically the government could force them <laughs> if they really wanted. I don't think we necessarily want that. But if enough people are becoming a problem and not going along with it, not listening, not uh, doing the right thing, this could very well turn into something that we don't want to see, you know, like martial law. That would suck. That would be awful. And then no one could do anything whatsoever at any point. <laughs> and I, for one, do not want to see that. So stay calm, stay level-headed, do your part, social distance, and this will blow over when it's time. But the 
bottom line is, the bigger picture is, this is saving lives. They have done the research, they have run all sorts of simulations, and this is clearly shown this is saving lives. So please, 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 everyone listening, remember that. Keep that in mind. Now, that's not the only thing I wanted to go over. Um, on lighter subjects, I wanted to talk about TikTok. <laughs> yes, I am one of those millennials. I hate calling myself a millennial. However, whoever decided to pick the dates and the years that fall under a certain generation name, like mine, is millennials. I'm not happy with you, but it is what it is. So with that said, I have been that person to jump on TikTok and I've honestly really enjoyed myself. There's a period of time where I, I actually got TikTok downloaded last year, I wanna say October-ish. And I, I did one video, honestly, but most of the time I was just looking at the videos. And then I ended up just like not doing anything with it and I got sidetracked with other more important things. And then, I want to say it was like a month ago or at least a couple weeks ago, I got back into it specifically just watching videos, dance videos, funny videos, and so forth, um, but not really yet having a desire to make my own. I still kept the one that I made. I thought it was funny, whatever. I think I'm funny. I'm good for a chuckle. I know I'm at least good at that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I was just watching a lot of videos and then I kind of rediscovered funny voiceovers, like funny voices saying funny things. And it was like, oh, light bulb, because I, I really want to be funny. I thrive when I know I'm making people laugh or at the very least chuckle. Man, if I can get a snort, even better. But at the very least, get a good laugh. And they were making me laugh. So I was like, well, I want to make other people laugh too. And so I kind of sort of got into it. And ever since then, I've kind of sort of realized that I'm a bit obsessed. What cracks me up is all the millennials that will post something and be like, yeah, I'm a millennial. What of it? Or the, the next generation teasing like millennials are too old for this app. Well, guess what? I've got better dance moves that came from the 90s, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I promised myself I wasn't going to curse, but I did it. Anyway, it's something I'm working on. I don't like to curse, but I, it happens ever so often. But anyway, besides that, <laughs> it's just funny. Like, I've just found so much entertainment out of it. I think the biggest thing that I'm trying to remember is just keeping everything in balance. Everything has a time and a place. And so I don't want to give too much time to one thing and slack off somewhere else that's is as maybe, well, technically more important. So that's just kind of the balance I'm, I'm learning now. Um, I'm trying to get my husband to do some of those like really simple but cute dance moves. I recently posted one on my TikTok and I actually had a lot of fun. The quality wasn't that great. I use an Android phone. Yes, with anyone listening that has an iPhone, I understand the jokes on me. It's not the greatest quality. I get that. Hopefully I can save up and get an iPhone. I'm just trying to be smart, so bear with me. But most of my videos are pretty decent quality, so give me a break. <laughs> um, but uh, the dance I did was pretty cute. It was just super simple. I 
I love dancing. And if it's got a good beat, I can dance to it. But for whatever reason, I am having the hardest time learning these darn TikTok dances. I want so badly to do these challenges because I'm looking at it like, hey, that looks like some great exercise. But I swear to you, I look like a fool when I am trying to record a video of myself dancing. I swear to you, it's not pretty. <laughs> and I'm sure maybe in a way I could say this is funny, check out the funny, but I feel like there should be something more than just a laugh, right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But nonetheless, that is something I'm <laughs> working on. So in the meantime, if any of you follow me on TikTok or want to follow me on TikTok, uh, feel free to do so. I'd love the support. My TikTok handle for anyone who hasn't yet started following me is Wandering Sab with two V's. So that's Wandering Sab, S-A-V-V, and uh, that's my handle. So hey, if you want to follow me, awesome. Show me some love, show me some support. I will absolutely follow you back. Um, so that's one thing, trying to get my hubby to join me as well. Fingers crossed it works out. He's not the best in front of a camera. <laughs> and I've noticed that because it's really difficult to get him to do selfies with me. But slowly but surely, I think, I think I can get him on board. He absolutely loves dancing and he's got amazing dance moves. He took hip hop classes, salsa classes, all sorts of different classes. So he's got moves and the boy's got rhythm. I'll give him that for sure. He's what I like to call white chocolate. <laughs> um, but he just, he just not, he's kind of lost his confidence. So I'm hoping to help him gain that back and make just make some really fun dance videos. Maybe make our own challenges. We'll see. So that's one thing. The other thing I've been considering, it just depends on kind of how much I can push myself to do this. But one thing I've been considering doing is um, recording myself singing. Um, for instance, uh, doing like acapella. So just quick little, little tidbits of me singing. I love singing. The, the, the trouble that I have is I have a really bad stage fright, but it's not, and, and I recognize that social media is different because it's not an audience like directly in front of you. You're not on a stage. I think really what it is, is that fear of what others think of me. And in other circumstances, I really don't care what people think of me. But for some reason in this particular situation, I don't know if I just take it super extra personal and it, it, it's a, it's a vulnerability I'm not used to displaying. So I just, it's something I really, I want to work on and I want to share. I just kind of have to get, I have to kind of, I'm going to have to just do it. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's the bottom line is I'm just going to have to do it and then, and then go from there. So we will see. We will see if I can get myself into that position. I really hope I can. Um, but yeah, so that is the goal. Um, other than that, to be honest, that was that was the things I wanted to talk about. The, the one thing I really want to work on is I don't want to be repetitive, meaning I don't want to keep talking about the same stuff for one every single episode. I want to have new subjects. So struggling with finding good subjects I can talk about. I feel like I could talk about myself, but that's really not that 
entertaining. <laughs> and so I really want to try to push myself to do more interviews, talk with, you know, friends and family that are running their own businesses, even during the social distancing, kind of asking them, how are you? How are you doing? How are you progressing? How are you dealing with the shutdowns? Has it affected you? If so, how? You know, just just little things like that. So the reminder and the end goal of my podcast has always been support. And so if by showing others that they're not alone in the struggle, I hope that that will kind of build them up and remind them that I'm not alone, others are dealing with it, but hey, they found ways to make it work anyway, so maybe I can too. And that's really my, my goal for this podcast. So I'm going to really try to get with some other folks and see if they are up to recording an episode with me. That way I can get other opinions in here other than just my own. So fingers crossed I can get that working. The, the one other thing I do want to try, and I've been super bummed that I haven't been able to jump on it, is the FaceTime challenges. I have loved seeing everyone putting those together in their own little way. They are so cute. And I think that is just the smartest thing I have seen to date for photographers because we really can't do anything. You occasionally have been able to convince someone to meet up with them. They just keep that social distancing where they're like six to 10 feet apart and they don't interact physically with each other. They just kind of meet at a, you know, outdoor place, take photos, and then that's that. But the FaceTime challenge is great because it's an app you can download on an Apple product, um, a laptop, a tablet, a phone, and then basically you set it up somewhere where you want to take pictures. The photographer gets out their camera and starts snapping pictures. I mean, it's brilliant. The quality may not be super crisp like a normal camera, but hey, it's still something. And some are monetizing that to get a little um, income to come in while things are really slow for them. Others are just doing it for free, but it, it just kind of helps release that creative juice that otherwise we wouldn't have to stress about because we'd still have work. So I don't have an iPhone. I have an iPad. So I'm considering trying that on there to see if that might work. We will see. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, because I have an Android, I'm trying to see what app might be best. Um, a few have suggested Duo, others have suggested Skype, there's even Zoom. So I'm trying to see if I can find anyone with an Android or another phone that might be willing to trial it with me to see what seems to work best. So fingers crossed I can do it because that way I can do my own FaceTime challenge. It just may not be FaceTime, but who cares? It is what it is. So that is my goal. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. It gives me another way to have a creative outlet since I don't, TikTok is fun. It, it, it's fun and it, it is creative because I've seen amazing dances. I've seen hilarious videos, people creating their own. Um, I'm one of those that does the voiceovers and a lot of others have done their own and they're, um, they're, they're hilarious. They honestly have given me so much entertainment and I'm so thankful for that app. Um, but I want to do a little bit more than just the voiceover. So hopefully I can make something else happen as well. Um, if you, anyone listening has any recommendations or suggestions, send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, I just want to be kept busy, obviously not too much where I'm overwhelming myself, but I also don't want to just be sitting on my butt all day working or watching TV. I, I just, 
that might work for some. For me personally, I get bored super fast. So I just want to try to avoid that feeling of boredom as much as possible. So hit me up. Let me know any recommendations on um, what app I could try. Also, I know I say this like literally every single episode, but like if you have any recommendations on a specific subject or thing I could go over for a podcast episode, let me know. I'm, I'm always open to suggestions and recommendations. Like I said earlier, I don't want to be talking about the same exact thing. And I feel like just talking about my own personal life isn't always the most entertaining. So, you know, anything else I can talk about that you'd like to hear, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> so let me know. Thank you all so much. I, I know I say this also like every single episode, but I really do appreciate all the support that you've all given me. It, it's, it's helped so much. And honestly, I wouldn't have made this far or this many episodes if it wasn't for all the support that I've received. So because of you, thank you. And I love you all so much. Please stay safe and healthy out there. And let me know if you have any questions, recommendations on any of the items I talked about or just anything else in general. Thank you so much, guys.